Hi, folks. Welcome to Sing the Flick with Phil and Nick. How's it going, Phil? Oh, it's going great. I'm really excited today for doing this podcast. I'm excited for also doing this podcast. We have a number of special guests today. This is a very special episode of Sing the Flick. For those of you just joining us, the format of this podcast is that we uh, get together with a friend or two, we watch, an we watch a, a, a feature film, and afterwards we very quickly put together an original song based on the film. So uh, we have a musical guest and an interview guest today. Our musical guest is our friend Gislaine O'Quine. How's it going, friends? Hey, good to see you, Gislaine. Yeah, you guys I looking good. I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> I know, I know. You're looking great. Well, well, I have this great hairdresser. Gislaine uh, is a singer, songwriter, piano player, live karaoke host. Uh, really mm -hmm. a multi-talented He's a keyboard kind of player I've seen him dance Personality in town Gislaine is part threat. of many backs Slap back, triple gangers You know, plays with Alex Samaras Words around the waist Words around the waist Les Marmot, his original Les project Marmot. from years ago Les Oh, Marmot. Les Marms Yeah, mm -hmm. so and uh, Gislaine, you got orchestra. any gigs coming up you want to plug? What's hey, the yo, the yo uh, Cavern is this hot new joint on Church Street When's that? Uh, it's on February 7th. We're headlining a nice couple weeks from now, right? Yeah, it's coming up. You which know, uh, it's coming up. It which comes group is this come up. on the 7th? Triple Gangers. We're a oh fun right. pop dance band. Triplegangers.bandcamp.com. Uh, I think that's how it works, yeah. Like Check that. us out. We got an album coming out. Also, I'll be doing a live karaoke party on February 21st. Where's that at? That's at the Holy Oak. Nice. So if you're friends with me or if you're not friends with me, you can find me on Facebook. I'm sure my name's going to be printed on the podcast layout thing. And tell me what you want to sing. The theme this y this time is sexy hot times in the winter. Ooh. I'm imagining, like, um, the All I Want for Christmas is You music video, the last Christmas music video, like, where you're in the chalet, and it's snowy, and there's cocoa, and there's, like, tight outfits and fur. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like that Wham! video, too. Well, you Christmas. know... It's not really a Christmas kind of thing. No, I realize it's not Christmas. I mean the visual, though, of those okay. videos. I'm not saying there's a Christmas tree. Okay. I'm saying that it's common if you're going to make a winter music video that you make it a Christmas video. Okay. Because you're right. You know, you want to have a hot summer song otherwise. It's that's what we're doing. You know, so we're doing so a hot winter. I'm hot just winter imagining. I'm, I'm imagining all my friends in the Nelly Hot in Here video. Nice. In the middle of like Degrace in the middle of a snowbank and just like melting through the snowbank. <laughs> Nice. With the hotness. It's going to be sexy. I'm going to do a sexy song. The holy oak is actually made sexy. of ice, <laughs> and we're trying to burn we're gonna this melt it, sucker melt down. it to the ground. So yeah. it, for, for those of you who don't know too much about what the live karaoke thing with Jusline is like, is that you, you get in touch with him, you request a song. He takes like quite a few weeks to prepare all of the songs and come up with lyric sheets, and he learns them on piano. And so you come in. It's a real opportunity for those of you who maybe have thought of karaoke as something you like doing but want to take it to that next level of playing with like a live, you know, it's like a live performance. So yeah. it's pretty exciting. And, and lots, of, lots of talented people come out, and I'm sure lots of just karaoke people come yeah, out. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, you if don't you're listening to this podcast a year from now, it's still going to be happening. Just fucking This is like the fifth out. one. I'm yeah. going to keep it going. Yeah, this yeah. is the fifth time I do it. And um, it's really nerve-wracking for most people. And they people just drink a lot more than usual. So... Don't feel like you're gonna get out, you know, you're gonna get upstaged by the good singers because they're likely gonna be so drunk and maybe you can not drink as much as them. That's really Just great. Get drunk. Do a really good job <laughs> at your funny song. Okay. We're gonna move on and we're gonna talk about what we're doing this week. Uh, we are checking out 
uh, a very, very popular film written. Uh, the screenplay was written by Tina Fey. It's like an SNL film. Who one of the really it? successful what movie ones. Is this? Uh, <laughs> mean Girls. Oh, mean yeah. Girls. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, can't, I yeah. can never remember. I don't recall what the director's called. name, Phil. Thanks. <laughs> but um, <laughs> and one of the really exciting. This is a, a a first for us on Sing the Flick. We have a guest joining us uh, after we watch the film by the name of Claire Price, and she plays Carolyn Kraft in Mean Girls. She's like the the quiz girl on the opposing high school's team, and has a has a very important role in the plot of the film. So it's gonna be really cool to talk to Wait, her. Wait, is this a math movie? There's a bit of math. There's oh, come on. <laughs> I have a feeling you've seen this movie before, Gisele. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> what is it? Like, is this like... The, the it's a high school like movie. Doing it's a quiz? about girls in high school. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I'm the only one that at least remembers seeing this film. I've seen it many times, though. I love it. It's great. Lindsay Lohan, <laughs> Rachel McAdams, uh, Tina Fey, Claire Preuss. That, who's that? Who's the Can't wait the to meet her. Tim Meadows. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie yet, but I saw on the poster. I saw on the poster <laughs> a little bit of Tim Meadows. Anyway, so it's gonna be it's gonna be really great. Um, please check out Gislano Coins' various projects and stay tuned with us. Anything else you guys want to quickly say? No, I just want to say I'm really excited to see this movie for the first time. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Quick All shout right. out to Hoover the Cat for scratching the microphone right before Phil used it. Yeah, it's Hoover the Cat is a menace at Cloud City Studios. He's always messing up everything. Always kicked out. Yeah, so can't a good guy. Okay, so thanks for uh, checking us out at Sing the Flick. We're going to uh, move along here and check out the film, and we'll be right back. Thank you Roll very much. Movie. Thank you. All right, we're back. We just watched uh, Mean Girls. I'm here with Phil and Gislain and a very special guest. Um, she plays uh, Carolyn Kraft in the film. Uh, her name is uh, Claire Preuss. And uh, she, I, I met her, I was bartending, and she gave me a green pepper, and I ate the whole thing. And we were talking uh, about various things and revealed that she was, in fact, in this film. And we were planning on doing this film with, with Gislain as our guest, so we've got a quad... What do you call it? Like a, there's a there's a tribunal. Was a quadbunal, quad. Yeah, duo, duo quadcopter. So so Claire's a, an an actress in Toronto and many other places, and she's uh, got a few things coming up. We're going to talk about that a little later. But first, let's just give the uh, classic sing the flick. Welcome to Claire. How are you? Great, great. I like your intro. Yeah. I like the green pepper thing. I totally forgot about that. That was really awesome. That was very special. It was organic. Yeah, I know. You told me then, <laughs> and um, when you when you work in a bar, which is something that some of you may not know at home, even though most of our listeners know, have met me personally dozens of times or live with me or, or my band, um, they wouldn't. Know, you know, when you work in a bar, all you eat is like nacho cheese all the time. So the opportunity to eat a vegetable that isn't from a convenience store um, or a uh, or a bar kitchen, it was a special special event that I'll never forget is really exciting. Much and like how she pulled out the goji berries just now. Yeah, you we, know, just like had, yeah we had a little spread going and she just contributed with this goji berry trail mix. Serious. So we're, uh, we're living large here at Cloud City Studios. Phil, what did you think of Mean Girls? What did you think of the film? Well, it was my first time watching it and I remember in high school I had a very cynical friend who would hate everything. You know, he'd be like, oh, I hate this movie. I hate that. And I would, you know, Mean Girls was huge and I expected him to hate Mean Girls because... He would. And he didn't. He's like, oh, Mean Girls rules. And I'm like, oh, cool. So flash forward 11 years later, finally saw the movie. Awesome, great movie. Very touching, excellent performances from everyone. And yeah, 
I don't know. Lindsay Lohan, you know? I'm very touched. Do I? What do could, I know? What could have been, you know? The very interesting way of putting it. So we have some questions. We uh, we went out into the Twitterverse and we asked if we had a few friends of ours uh, and listeners contribute some questions. So I'm going to just, Claire, if you're prepared for totally random internet questions. These could be super incendiary and you can respond to them however you want. All right, I've I'm actually ready. vetted all four of them and in fact none of them are as such. Okay, but, um, and you know, we can all kind of get in on this, but one of this, this one's from, uh, at Brian T Walters and he says, Hey, sing the flick. Can you ask Claire? So this is kind of meta. What was it like working with Tina before she hit it big? Was there a sense of that on set of what was in store? Wow. Okay. Well, first of all, Tina was awesome and super down to earth. And in the scene that I'm in, she claps. That's her part in that scene so it wasn't like a major scene for her so she was pretty chill we did about I think it was two 14 hour days something like that and most of the time she kind of was chilling out in the audience doing the clapping thing and then when we had breaks um I do remember a few times running into her at the snack stand and we had some chats around that mostly about how Lauren Michaels was not particularly letting her eat a lot at the moment. So she would talk to me about what she wanted to eat, but what she wasn't allowed to eat. Was she permitted goji berries? Um, you know what? I was think goji they berry, really they invented I don't, in 10 yeah, years I don't ago? think so. I think Did that's we it. know the science only, of antioxidants yeah, at that time? No, only the Tibetans were into that at that point. I think True. I think we've all, you know, learned a lot from the Tibetans in the last that's 10 really years, great. so. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, that's, yeah, she was great. She was awesome. That's kind of interesting. Um I feel like the impact we were talking actually when we met, we talked about this, how it seemed to be like a really interesting kind of pivotal moment in the careers of a lot of people that were in that film um, that have kind of gone on like Amanda Seyfried, I think is the other actress, as long as, as well as like Rachel McAdams and Lizzie Lohan, they all kind of, you know, expanded their careers in different ways after that. And it was kind of like a really interesting, it's not every, every day that you watch a film and a lot of the people that are sort of bit players, you have seen in a lot of subsequent films afterwards and they didn't have that notoriety going in. So it's kind of a really, Interesting phenomena. Um, we took a few notes. Gislaine and I took notes. Do you have your notes Where's with you, Gislaine? Go get your book. Do I you have it? Book. So Is we were it? just talking about some of the things that are kind of tropes in like high school films that are like a lot of fun because there were sort of aspects of this film that were kind of like different than a lot of other films that came around just around that area when we were sort of teenagers we're talking about. Um, but some of the tropes that were there that were really great was that, you know, the sort of her friend, uh, uh, Lohan's character's friend, like Janice, who was like an alt friend and she was with these misfits, but it was like super, and here's what's going on over here. And they're like listing off, like those are the jocks and those are the cool Asians and all those different sort of things. It was kind of funny how they played on that. Like we were um, talking about how um, uh, uh, Regina gets hit by a bus and that's usually pretty much where the movie would end in most other like high school movies at that time. Like they would just kill the villain practically and they would just kind of be subjugated. So it's kind of had a better ending, this one, than the average one. What were you, what do your notes reveal, Gisland? Because we took some really great notes, like a bus. I had things about, you know, milk. Um, I wrote, I wrote a, f- a few things down <laughs> here. Um, uh, skis was, uh, was a recurring word, insult, like buzzword in this movie. Oh, yeah. Fetch was a no a no go, you know. It didn't really work. Can um, I read some of your notes too? <laughs> wait, they're all over the place. Sneaky bitch was a thing. That was in there. Um attitude makeover. 
That was Ooh. a really good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what else did I write? Uh, it's a girl world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think girls rules. Girl rules, but it was it's like it's like you know Katie in the girl world. You got to play it like that, girl. You know, know your part in the girl world. Um, you're a clone. Uh, I think I wrote breakout. I think that's a teenage like acne thing. Yeah, that was about the foot cream, foot powder cream they use. Anyway, this, these are really great. Please mm. go on. Uh, girls a puker because she puked. That you just wrote girls a puke. She was like she puked, time. and then like yeah. her, and then the boy at the end of the movie asked her if she'd been drinking because yeah. he just didn't want to get puked on again. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was clean at this point. She was like back to normal. She wasn't word vomit. Word vomit. Word right? vomit. Word yeah. Vomit. There you go. There word you go. vomit. Real vomit. I wrote man candy. We both wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. Well, write you that. said it, and I wrote it. Uh, and I wrote it I in capitals. To. In capitals. Did they say man candy they before? Did say man candy. No, but before the movie. I'm just trying to think. Like man candy is a bit of a phrase now. Well, I was saying it well before. Arm oh, candy. yeah? Oh, good <laughs> no, to know. Good to know. Thanks. Show her your tattoo that says man candy. Man candy on my right arm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this this movie did a lot of things on like in the cultural landscape of today, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we call each other these things now. It's know. true. Like we still call each other bitch and like that girl. Whore. They invented that. They invented <laughs> that. Gank. Slut. Yeah. Slut. They invented that too. Fugly. Yeah. These are all Fugly is totally yeah, fugly for real. Fugly, Straight Fugly from was around. Mean oh, girls. Well, I, I don't think like it, it definitely blew up. I think I'd heard it before. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's oh. a website. She just grabbed Fugly. onto it and yeah. took it. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I, I remember took in my high ride. school there was a similar phenomenon to the burn book that occurred where someone made a website on uh-huh. like Angel Fire or GeoCities that had you know detailed a lot of things about the yeah. girls at school, and there was this big to do. It was very similar to actually the burn book situation. So was it before or after? Well, burn that, book? like I'm trying to remember because this movie's 2004. Uh huh. So it would have been, it could have happened the same year, but I think it actually might have happened before. Oh, I'm sure that that that's impressive. Theme has maybe arisen in other sources before, but it's like you know she she hit the she hit the nail on the head with that one. She Tina. found it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I have some questions. Great, Phil. Let's hear him. So, um, we did a movie here before called The Notebook. Have you seen The Notebook? Are you I have seen The Notebook, nice. yes. So good. So, and we, you know, we're, we're on Twitter here, and uh, <laughs> we, I, well, we asked, I asked too. I asked, you know, because I know Rachel McAdams lives in Toronto. Yeah, she totally does. Like, she goes hey, to Sushi on Blur. I've seen her there a couple times. Oh, nice. Have, did you, do you know her? No, we weren't even. I wasn't in that scene. Oh right, you didn't. Uh, I believe she was at the rap party, for sure. I remember Tina and um, Amy Poehler at the rap party Mm -hmm. because they did karaoke. Speaking of karaoke, which was very funny. All right. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) and Lindsay did some karaoke as well. Nice. Yeah, it was good. What did Lindsay do? It was good times. Oh gosh, I don't remember the particular song. I remember I met Lauren Michaels at the rap party, which was excellent and fun. Nice. Mm-hmm. Did uh, and everyone? It's burning on everyone's minds. The scene was with Lindsay Lohan. It was. What's Lindsay like? She was actually delightful. I mean, I think she was seventeen at the time when it was shot. She right. was quite young, and yeah, she was totally chill and nice, normal. Quite fairly normal, yeah, and yeah. nice, and we shook hands. How did you score times. this role? 
just through my eight, you know, the regular. Right. Thing. Yeah. None of us know pretty how serious that movies oh, leading up. We have no idea what. So how it I works have an personally. agent, and he got me an audition. Oh my god! And actually, okay, no, I this see. is actually cute because um, Kevin Hicks was my film and TV agent at the time, and he's awesome. And he said to me, you know, Claire, I think for this one, you need to, you know, it's an SNL kind of writing team and producing team. Like, why don't you go in and just be method about it? Like, just go in as Carolyn Craft. Like, don't wash your hair for a bit and like just go in and as ugly as you could possibly go and, and just act the part from the moment you walk in the door. Because normally you kind of walk in as yourself. You slate, so you normally say your, you know, name and maybe your agency and maybe your height, depending on the situation. And then you go into character. But he's like, no, no, no. Just go in as her from the top. You know, just like never let this guy see anything else. So I did that. And then at the rap party, Mark Waters, the director, I went up to him. And, you know, he'd only ever seen me in kind of this Caroline-esque reality. And I went up and I was like, hey, that was really fun. And he was super chill on the actual shoot days. So then he didn't recognize me at all. And he was kind of like, who are you? And I was like, oh, like, are you being a fancy director now like you were being so chill and down to earth and then he didn't recognize me because I had been Caroline Kraft from the first audition all the way through so yeah so that's not normal like that's that was something special but it was fun this excellently actually informs another one of our Twitter questions oh great there's a woman named Anna Jean at Anna Jean D (laughs) on Twitter um I don't know this woman. Uh, um, and she's, her question is, was it a challenge feeling secure playing an ugly girl at, at that particular age for you in, in the film? Not at all. No, I love that. Um, um, it was enlightening. Like, uh, normally I, when I leave a makeup trailer, I feel prettier than when I went into sure. the makeup trailer. Yeah. And as talent on a film set, you get treated, well, first of all, you're called talent, which is to me a bit ridiculous because I believe that everyone on that film set is talented on some level or else they wouldn't be there. Um, But the actors are called talent and normally get treated very, very well, like kind of special and a little bit fancy. And when I came out of that particular trailer, because I was ended up coming out looking like Carolyn Craft, it was interesting to see how ugly people get treated. And it's not as nice, even on a film set. Yeah, it was kind of, it was very enlightening. And it felt, it actually feels more comfortable for me to play a character like that than to play a pretty person. So when I play a pretty person, I actually feel more self-conscious than I when I play an ugly person. Because you notice the difference in treatment when you're like made up prettier as well on a set or in that environment, or is it more just the, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you feel like when you're being a, an ugly girl that you're like being treated differently, and then when you leave the trailer and you're like made up in such a way that maybe isn't like really your personality or something like that, that you're also being treated differently, and it's kind of like an awkward thing on both sides. And maybe you would you prefer like you prefer the the ugly treatment to the non-you like this isn't me kind of environment sort of thing do you feel like it's a difference or is it just you know, I didn't prefer the treatment I did not prefer the treatment yeah. no for sure not because <laughs> it's just sort of like hey you set the fuck over here yeah, or something. Just, yeah. I'm just different yeah, yeah it's just weird. weird to be treated that it's, way it's but um no I think it's just I like character parts sure. and yeah. I, I mean she's such a character right like she's such a weirdo and to live in that yeah not a weirdo. I shouldn't say that. There's a lot of people that are, you know, she's really intelligent and very focused on math and she's stuff. She's different. Yeah, she's a little bit different than, you know, a lot of the parts she's I played otherwise. Yeah. We, we, have, we have another great uh, Twitterverse question. This just in. <laughs> From, uh, again, this is someone I haven't known for 18 years. At Bessem on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I, I, I haven't known him since the third or fourth grade. 
And uh, the question that he didn't ask a person that he knew, but he asked me to ask you was, as one uh, mathlete to another, what are your true feelings toward math? Well, I did very well in math in high school. I remember none of it. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. It's all good. But you were a mathlete, right? I wasn't, but I was on the debate <laughs> team. Hells yeah. yeah. And I was a cheerleader. Ooh, you're on so what I team? like. I was on the debate team oh, and I was a cheerleader. Team. That's wow. close. That's so as close as you get to pretty mathletes. Cool. Yeah, so I guess so, yeah. Have you ever been in an environment quite like the magic that is what we call Cloud City Studios, where the, the hummus flows freely mm. and we have the plastic keyboards? Do you like interface and work with musicians frequently in your work? I mean, because there's dancing, there must be occasions where you know, you're hanging out and people are getting together and making up songs. Is this a common experience? Have you done anything remotely like this? Have you ever been on a podcast before, for example? That is a lot of questions. Super famous um, those podcast. Those are a lot of questions. This is fantastic. First of all, I will say I've never been in a place like SoundCloud Studios. Is that Very close. Okay. Very close. What are we calling it? Cloud City. Like, like Sorry. Lando. Oh, my God. I have to listen. Like, like Lando Calrissian oh, lives in Cloud City. Oh, my gosh. Cloud City. It's a Star Wars Well, uh, what happened was about about seven <laughs> years ago, Gislan, <laughs> among a bunch of friends of ours, moved into a place in Parkdale, Right around when Phil and I uh, moved in here with our other roommate, also named Nick, and they their place. You know when sometimes your friends, a bunch of them live in one place, and the place gets a name. Uh, so they're like, it was like a pretty much a mansion that had been cut into mm. like seven apartments, and they're like, oh, we live at the mansion. And Phil and I were hanging out here, we're like, that's bullshit, man. We need a name, and but we decided that because we were elevated, that this place was Cloud City, and it didn't sta- it didn't stick at all because it's a it's not. It doesn't make any sense in a lot of ways. I love like, it. No, look at the but, color of the walls. But in, but in here, if now, now, but when we when it became Cloud City Studios, yes, we refer to it briefly, and like that's the first time we've ever explained it in the in the in, in the podcast. So it's kind yeah, of it's funny. Like a, it's like a Mario level. <clears throat> it sort of feels like a Mario level. <laughs> like if you play a whistle, you might just fall off the balcony and go a few levels over or something like that. I like yeah. it. I'll never forget it again. Um, <laughs> cloud city forever that's fantastic awesome uh, no, i know i've never been that. in a circumstance quite like this i have jammed a lot with musicians over the years and comedians and i feel the interesting thing about this particular reality is that it's bridging that reality it's oh. like your comedy musicians yeah. people well we've yeah. Um, and I, I hail from how to write fun songs. <laughs> yeah, right? it's got to be fun. fun. It's got to be fun. Yeah, fun. Well, I think all of our Isla. all of our respective projects are. We should are do pretty a serious movie and write a serious song. Oh no! <sighs> I feel like shouldn't. we've sort of done no, that. What's do the that. most serious movie? Schindler's List. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Schindler's List <laughs> would wow. be good. Yeah, The English Patient. English Patient. Oh, and then you can maybe the Rippo Martel. She was in that, and she's here in town. Oh yeah, Shawshank Redemption. You can make a funny. That would be funny. Yeah, but we could do maybe like you know there'd be like the pianist, everyone, the machinist. Machinist would be kind of easy. Go there. All these Holocaust movies coming out. Seven. Um, there you go. That'd be funny too. We did. That's, that of the would lands. be funny. Yeah. Anything that has like a an, a plot that it's like surreal is kind of easy. Anything to historical. come up with a jokey thing. Like Munich. Because <laughs> Munich. I just. <laughs> I, I just. I. I just didn't really. I. Oh I just God. didn't care to watch it. Requiem for a dream. Requiem oh for a dream. God! Really? Well, oh. It's kind of no. That could be funny. Could be it would really? be. It would no. be funny. There's like the it. speedy part in the song. Of, you know. oh. It's like a musical theater. It would sound thing. like the beginning of Money. Now I'm on speed. <laughs> yeah, I, I would it's just like become an, a narrative musical 
It would just be like each drug could be a different section of the song. It's a different tempo. You know? Another podcast for another day. Yeah. Requiem great. for a Dream. We're setting it up. Wow. I'd want to see how that? you deal with Tell some of the Tell us on Twitter if you want us to do I've never seen Requiem for a Dream. Oh, yeah. But I know everything about it. It's worth seeing, but I'll never watch it twice. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those. So occasionally people make requests for this. If you Now that you've been exposed to the seeing the flick thing, is there a film that you'd like to see us Oh, my goodness. Wow. Because we've only, we've done about, this is probably about our 12th episode or something like that. Yeah, it'd be cool to do Heathers. (gasps) That's crazy. That'd be a fun sequel to this. We'll get just land back for Heathers. Yeah, that's pretty cool. If you guys want to do Heathers, call me up again. Speaking of which, so in high school, I was actually more of a mean girl than I was uh, like Carolyn Craft. And my friends and I, because I come from a slightly different generation than you lovely gentlemen, uh, we were... Heathers. We were all, we just, there was four of us and we all decided we were going to be Heather. So I was the yellow Heather. Wow. For, you know, as a cheerleader, captain of the cheerleading squad, blah, blah, blah. Um, did you play um, lawn darts or whatever they played? What all the time. Uh, yes, actually I, we did. What's going on? What's uh, going on, guys? Oh, you don't even know <laughs> no, Heather. I love really it. Know, but yeah. Okay. Um, I, maybe I sh- don't tell me. Phil Let loves being ignorant. Okay. The uh, is it a know? suicide club? Totally. <laughs> Just like I told us. We have this. Uh, we, uh, we were telling. Don't <laughs> talk about suicide. podcast material don't during your it. breaks, and we did. So. Oh, well, my favorite line from trick. Heather's is "Fuck me gently with the chainsaw." Veronica. Yeah. That's pretty funny. That's good. Right. So good. you know what I'm saying. I was just heard ni- her sassy comeback. Yeah, but Veronica's pretty cool. Anyway, and Christian Slater. I mean, That's just that hunk. voice. I the love, voice. I love Christian Slater. The voice. He could just talk to me. I watched Broken Arrow recently. <laughs> Have you seen? Bro- has anyone is seen Broken Arrow? The translator. No, Broken mm-hmm. Arrow is um, <laughs> is so Jean Travolta and Christian Slater are both uh, para- uh, uh, sorry military black ops guys, and they uh, box each other and spar, and then one of them goes goes rogue and gets a nuclear weapon and they have a boxing match at the end on the top of a train. Is oh, that cool. believable even a bit? I mean, that doesn't sound believable It's a terrible movie. Oh but my gosh. I'm willing, to watch, I'm willing that, to watch really? those guys do that thing because I find it to be like super funny. Yeah. So, you know, it's also like kind of the, the Netflix watching characteristics of just like selecting options as opposed to deciding to watch a film. So Broken Arrow was one of those good ones. I what do you got, Phil? The options. I have another question for oh. Claire. Okay. So, Claire, I was, you know, studying up on your IMDb page. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> What's funny about that? Look, she rolled her eyes. You can't. The audience can't. See <laughs> oh, I didn't like, see that. Yeah. Anyways, I was reading you in The Prince and Me. I was. So what's Julia Stiles like? She's awesome. We had nice. totally, we had a great time, actually. Nice. Yeah, she's super down to earth. Like, yeah. she doesn't do many films. Now, so chill. Yeah, well, I mean, she did like all that born stuff, and then she probably didn't. She she was like, I'm done. I'm going to go chill out. I don't know. Um, But when she was here in town, it was great. And because there were four of us, so there were three of us that played her best friends and then her. So the four of us did a lot of chilling out. And then, of course, she couldn't do as much as the other two and myself. Um, But yeah, the the three of us got along really well and hung out a lot in Toronto. Sweet. Um, we had a good time. And then Elizabeth, so Elizabeth Waterston and Yanni King, we had a good time too. The three of us, the best friends. That was fun. Yeah, it was a good show. And that was when I went to, that was LA that I went to the Chinese theater and did the red nice. carpet and all that for that movie. Yeah, party. That was fun. The trailer was for that film was, was on the DVD for Mean Girls that we rented. Was there a connectivity between the production of the two films or was it just a coincidence? The Claire I think Pruis it was connection. I think it was random. Like that was I don't think they knew that that was happening. I shot both those movies in the same year and they're both Paramount. 
pictures. Oh, okay. Right. So that that's that's the connection. But yeah, it's pretty funny because I think I'm even in the trailer for me for Prince and Me. Phil made us skip it. Oh, I think I'm no. in the, I think I'm in the trailer and then I'm in the movie that comes out. <laughs> well, up. there was like eight previews. Yeah, no, so yeah, we were yeah. skipping no, it's all good. the previews, it's good. of course. So yeah. anyway. I was like, Claire's in that movie. Fun. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty skip. cute. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna watch a movie with Claire. Yeah, we did. It was yeah, great. One of the awesome. one of the cool things is that in the film, like, you know, you have this like you have a single line and you have like, you know, like four minutes of screen time, but they avoid showing you until the very last moment when they can, and you are like this total pivotal like you're the you're the turning like the turning point of the whole film. It's actually really cool as a as such a such a small role that it could be so like integral to the actual plot. It's a really neat part of really neat that's part true. of Mean Girls when yeah. you think about it. Like that's why we put you in our bridge in the song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're the bridge. That's when you came, literal. That's when bridge. she came around. You know. Yeah. Not literal. Bridge, yeah. Actually, well, did it like you probably haven't said those words in that sequence in a long time, have you? Well, it's people ask you to exactly. Fuck. It's a bit ridiculous, ah. I know, but it has happened numerous times over yeah. the years. That, that seems people... like a movie that would have super fans. Yeah, it does, it's crazy. Sure. It's actually yeah. really weird because I just yeah, for me it's a, like a lovely gig, but it's a gig, you know. And I've even as far as Lindsay Lohan, after that movie, I can't. What was her next movie after that? She did a lot of movies after that, but like, none of them. That was no, there was, you know, something about the Georgia. There was I know who killed me. There was some Ooh. some other. I don't know. Uh, like it. Like I think movies. I think immediately after she did uh, a little pop career. We talked about this. Album. She had like a music right. video where she was dancing she around in a birdcage. So that launched her into megastardom, which is still f- going on. She's still a, a tabloid icon yeah. i don't really know about the work movie. yeah it's pretty interesting so we have one more question and oh, this is from okay. so megan housley is an interesting fan because uh we promised her a signed photo of phil about a year and a half ago and we never delivered it <laughs> so we had to read her question for sure and her question megan housley says my question is did she really think that limit existed <laughs> uh, um, Man, people know this i hadn't worked out the equation <laughs> specifically sure, yeah uh but it was nice to have Bruce Hunter ask me the question. I'll say that because he's a lovely comedian in town and has become a good friend of mine over the years. Yeah. And he was the moderator in that. He was so, the moderator. Oh. Yeah, I'll just bring Bruce into the mix there for a second. Go. We could have had him tonight, too, actually. I didn't even think of that. Okay. Are you, are you doing any shows coming up soon that you want to Yeah, let's plug? talk, let's talk a little am, bit about it. I am. I'm doing the choreography movement direction for The Unplugging by Yvette Nolan, who is one of this country's most... Um, prominent First Nations playwrights, and Sweet. the yeah, the piece is fantastic. It won a bunch of awards in Vancouver, where it opened, and now it's uh, going to premiere here at Toronto Premiere um, at the Factory Theater. It opens March nineteenth, and it's an amazing team led by director Nina Lee Aikino and a fantastic cast. And yeah, come see it; it's going to be great. Sweet, awesome. So, yeah, that's the next thing. March nineteenth. March 19th is when it opens, Factory Theater, The Unplugging by Yvette Nolan. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, we, we looked over your bio. You're very, very busy, and you're, like, the director and participant in, like, all these different projects that are so over my head because none of us know anything about theater. I mean, I know a little, few things about theater, but you seem to do lots of things in lots of places with lots of different people and a, a wide variety of roles from being, like, an artistic director to being a yoga instructor to being an organic food person thing and it's kind of neat but like how did you is it just like a gradual thing over time that you've developed and 
crafted like this sort of varied career to support all of your different aptitudes or <coughs> how, how did it all happen? Well, the yoga and organic stuff came, I'll, I'll give a lot of credit to my mom. She's a super hippie and cool. I was raised vegetarian in Southern Ontario. So that was awesome. And, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess in some ways it's from necessity, but also just from joy, you know? And like I was raised, I was a dancer from the age of three. So I've always had that in my back pocket and then went to theater school, went to the U of A and that was a great training and lots of dance again in that. And yeah, right around, actually it was just after Mean Girls that I started to feel like I wanted a little bit to understand the other side of the table, I call mm -hmm. it, or the other side of the process. So I started assistant directing and then just fell into this choreography job with Nina, with Nina Lee Aquino. And since then we've been working a lot together and I've had the opportunity to work with all sorts of amazing directors as a choreographer and have worked on dance projects and opera projects and theater projects and do mostly choreography and directing now and more and more directing, which is really exciting for me. And I actually got to direct a piece in Africa, which I thought was fun. Back to the Mean Girls thing, you know, because she right. all grew up in Africa and everything. And I, I was invited, um, New Harlem Productions was invited to Kampala, Uganda for the Bayemba International Festival for the Arts. And I got to direct a really brilliant play there. So I feel very, very, very blessed to have done that. And yeah, it's true. I have worked a lot internationally and feel really lucky and yeah most of my love is for theater I mean I, I enjoy I enjoy film and TV a lot too for sure it's just something about the live which I, I think you can imagine that being musicians right there's something about doing it live Absolutely, and having a yeah. live audience yeah. and that connection that's really joyful and lovely yeah but we were never in anything like Mean Girls ah, <laughs> we could be like girls. yeah sure of course yeah I mean I think we've all we've all done we've all done some interesting gigs but you know like <laughs> studio work with musicians is yeah. usually very self-made or a singular thing that you're very directed towards so we're all live musicians pretty much and then we record our albums and projects but like the the like phone ringing and you pick up and go like hey Johnny come downtown and play a couple chords that, that doesn't really happen all the time for all of us maybe just land do you ever you know yeah, <laughs> so yeah, this, this is a studio. This is the studio environment. This is a gig. This is a this is a, this is a studio this. environment. So <laughs> it's pretty neat. Free yeah. Pizza. yeah, Actually, um, our one, our only other guest that is a professional actor um, uh, is also from Alberta, from Calgary. Her name's Tara Hazelton. She was in oh, Fubar yeah. Two. So that's kind of interesting that we've had some some. She's a lot from of talent Calgary. from Alberta. Something yeah. in the oil. Yeah, <laughs> we're all oiled up in Alberta. Yeah, oh, dear. that's great. True enough. Actually, great. one of the shows I'm working on right now is all about the oil. Sands. Oh yeah, yeah, Northbound 63. Oh. That'll that won't be coming to town and like publicly until next year, but it's 2016. Look for something 63. Northbound, Northbound 63, 63. With fe by Fever Graft. It's very <laughs> pro oil, I expect, right? You know, for of a, course, for yeah, we're all about theater, theater, holistic yeah. theater. Piece That'd be cool if sense. it was. People would not expect <laughs> that. right. Let's totally suck as much from the planet as we can. Yeah, Go it's fantastic. Now. Yeah. yeah, theater performance yeah. in Toronto. Yeah. I mean, oil hit. oil's organic, you know? I mean, there's that. Totally. Oil is super organic, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Dinosaur. Organic I always think of it like dinosaur blood. It's like dinosaur blood. I know. I always yeah. thought, dinosaurs you know, were so people big. are always worried about the oil going into the sky. This is my favorite. <laughs> the, the oil sky problem. Listen to me. So, but we're taking all this oil out of the ground. 
But then what's going to be in the ground to hold up the graft? <laughs> this is actually happening. That's you fracking, right? Isn't that yeah, but you is? know that that's a real problem, right? Yeah. That well. there's actually massive sinkholes because of that kind of activity. Not only with oil, but with water. That's I mean, it's actually concern. a thing. Totally. you fall in, right? Man, I tell you. <laughs> who wants to fall into the center of the earth? Then you're Talk down there, me. man. That's where the reptilians are. It's messed there's up. There's some fire down there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Are, I mean, that's wild, right? We're like spinning through space, moving millions of miles per day through space, never to be in the same spot in space again, off into space we go, rolling around on a big ball and the center of the ball is fire. Like, And there's oil next to that fire, which is right? highly flammable. Right? <laughs> Who put that there? What the hell? <laughs> Who put that there? Let's talk about movies. It's much more common. But anyway, yeah. oh we God. actually... <laughs> What is our song called, guys? Oh, oh yeah, crap. we need a title. Uh, what, what, what was it? It was like Girls Rules? Uh, it might be oh, Plastic oh, Girls Are Coming know. For You. Plastic Girls Are Coming For You. It might be you. called Plastic Girls. It might be called... Is it Plastic or Plastique? Plastique Girls. Fantastique. Plastique. Plastique. Fantastique. Plastique Patrick. I don't know. What do um, we call... Um, um, I, would I would say... I mean, let me look at my notes here for a second. And maybe I'll... Feel informed? No, I don't know, man. I think it's Plas called. I think it's called Plastic Girls. What about yeah. Plastic Girls Rule? Plastic no? Girls, but they don't say that. We usually no down. Rule. It's really, it's really rewarding when the title is. You hear it in the song, you know. Yes. Oh, I see. It's okay. kind of Plastic Girls. Karen, it's called, I'm call good it? at math. <laughs> Karen. Oh, uh, uh, um, um, because I'm good at math. I'm good at that. Yeah, maybe I'm good at math. I'm good at math. I'm good at that. That's funny. Okay, yeah. so I'm good at math. That's yeah. the name of our title. Yeah, Great. Well, all right. So, well, um, for so many choices. For those of you listening uh, to the song, um, uh, we had the the great privilege of Claire, uh, like all of our guests before, uh, contributing. Uh, so she recites, in fact, the explicit line that <laughs> Caroline Kraft. Um, yeah. So one last time, we asked her to do that. <laughs> Has anyone ever asked you to do She's that? Oh, there. just do this right now. Like, damn it. Um, so um, anyway, uh, enjoy the Thank enjoy you, the song. Shazam Claire, wonderful. We had so much fun. Check out his stuff in February. We mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. Come playing to the at the piano cavern karaoke. In the piano the karaoke. Triple and Gangers. We're making music. <laughs> we have an album. We have shows. Triple Gangers is a really special project. And actually, this song is kind of like a Triple Gangers song. If you like Pretty the party, much. if you like the wild party that Jazan brought to this thing, that's kind of yeah. kind of it's, what he does. It's with my band, so. it's my favorite. It's my new favorite. Have fun listening to it. Okay. Enjoy well, thanks again everybody. to Claire. Thanks again to Claire. Claire. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah. It's great to be in your company and. It's great. It's great to be in yours. The in a real live no. movie. And to star. think that this opportunity arose for you because you just gave away a green pepper. You know. I know it so just happened. This is the green you know, pepper goes a long way. Th this is know. just what you don't know about the entertainment business. It's all just about being a human being with peppers to give away. Nice. And now we have you here. No, Stay we're very grateful human. for you coming and visiting us. And, and please uh, say hi to Tina for us. It's been a long time since we spoke. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Next time we hang out, I'll definitely send my regards. That's great. <laughs> Tell her yeah. she's not answering my tweets. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I enjoy the color of your shirt. Thanks. It, it kind of works. For those for of you at home. That? She's talking to me. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's sort of it's salmon. salmon. It's kind of salmon. a salmon-y sort of shirt. Pink. I mean, salmon. it's pink. pink it's pink. Nice pink's pink good. Pink's good too. I mean, pink's salmon. Good. Salmon pink is, is pink. Not but only it's though. not Wednesday. So does that Ooh. mean? That means you I'm can't in the burn sit book. with us. I don't think you can sit with us. <laughs> I mean, at the there's lunch four table. of us here too. <laughs> <laughs> you bitches. I'm so upset. Okay. Uh, right, signing off from Sing the Flick bitch. with Phil and Nick. <laughs> this is Dick here. Phil, thanks. Jazlan, Claire. Catch us next time. And uh, 
Watch out for our YouTube videos that we're releasing of our video podcast project from last year. We're going to be putting more of those on at uh, uh, YouTube.com slash SingTheFlick. You do that. And uh, <laughs> shut the hell up, Phil. And uh, God Enjoy bless you. Song. And good night. Peace. Keep it real. Someone fat doesn't make you skinny.